Welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. I'm here to help you find your balance and live your best life guilt-free. I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all approach for health and fitness. We're all different and we need to find out what works for us. I'm passionate about helping people make realistic, long-term lifestyle changes that they will stick to and they will take with them forever. I don't believe in crazy diets or short-term fixes. We all need to live and find a perfect balance in diet and exercise that suits our individual needs. I want to help you find your exercise mojo, feel great and achieve wonderful things. Here is Elliot's PT Podcast by Renee Elliott. Hello, hello, and welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. So today I wanted to talk about some reasons that the weight may be going up in the scale, but you are not actually gaining fat. So I see this quite a lot in people uh, and they feel like what they're doing isn't working, or um, but where they have actually not gained fat, they've just put on, uh, like say, water weight. Uh, so the more that you can understand this, you can be kinder to yourself, you can understand there's other factors that are contributing and you cannot beat yourself and you can stay with what you stick with what you're doing because it actually is working and you can be more consistent at it. So the thing I want you to keep in mind is the only way that you are going to increase your fat is that if that you are eating in a calorie surplus. Okay, so, uh, you know, we to lose weight, we want to be in a calorie deficit. Um, and, you know, so if you were exercising, if you were sedentary, you weren't exercising at all, and then you were over, you were overeating, uh, then, then you are going to see a fat gain. So it's understanding that. So if you were on a weight loss journey and you were exercising, you had your exercise schedule out, you know, you're exercising well and you're eating well, and then you get on the scales and you see that your weight has increased and you go, oh my God, it's not working. And you think, oh, well, I'll just give up. Um, well, actually, it was working. You haven't actually gained fat. You've just put on some water weight. So the more that you can understand the factors that can contribute to this, um, you can stick to what you're doing. You can be consistent at it, and it was working. The biggest thing that I find with people is they don't stick to stuff for long enough. They chop and they change because they think it wasn't working, and they're not getting the results quick enough, so I've just got to stop. Well, you actually were getting the results. You just you were just gauging them in the wrong way. So the first thing why uh, your your scale weight may increase but you've not actually put on fat would be because of your cycle. So um, everybody's different, um, but you know we tend to hold more water leading up to our cycle. So depending on the person, you know, between the um, one week to 10 days before you start, you're gonna start holding on to more water. Um, you might be bloated or those type of things because you're hormonally in that phase. And that's gonna be the thing to make your weight go up. But you've just put on, you've not put on fat. You have just increased your weight because of that, uh, that hormone cycle. So I really recommend people to track the cycle. If you wanna know more about what happens in each cycle, look back into my podcast that does talk about that. I will see if I can link it with you for you below. But the more that you can understand your cycle as a rough guide for us females, the but we are all different. So you need to work out what uniquely works for you. But as a rough guide, in the first two weeks, you are optim- first two weeks of a 28-day cycle, you are optimally in the best chance to lose weight. So yeah, you're in the best chance to lose weight. Uh, so your hormones are, uh, 
you know, we've got more of the, we've got more energy, we've got the better hormones, we're going to feel better. So those first two weeks, you are going to be able to lose weight. And then the next two weeks leading up to your cycle, it is really, really hard to lose weight in that phase. So I advise people to, to be as good as they can, uh, to really knuckle down during those first two weeks. And then in the next two weeks to uh, know that you can maintain your weight. Um, because it is really hard that you would, if you can maintain your weight, then you're doing perfect. All right. So, but again, flick back to the podcast that does talk about your cycle and um, start to take, if you are not tracking your cycle, I highly recommend you to do so and work out your trends. So we are all different. And me personally, when I used to think that I had no symptoms and my period doesn't really bother me. Um, but when I started becoming more aware and tracking my cycle, I actually have a lot more symptoms than I realize. And the more that you understand that you can and understand how your body works, you can, when you get on the scale, you can be like, no, I'm not actually put on weight. I have, um, it's just my cycle's coming. So that's why this might be happening. So, so yeah, so have a better understanding of your, your own cycle and how it works for you and understand that generally hormonally, um, you know, we can leading up to your period, you may weigh more uh, water weight, you may have more water weight or bloating because because of your hormones. The next factor that um, can cause your scale weight to increase but you're not actually gaining fat is uh, sleep and stress. And sleep and stress is massive. On a, a podcast I was listening to a while ago and I can't remember which one it was and it was a, a specialist talking and he put sleep first. Um, he put sleep, food, exercise on the scale of things to get right if you are on a weight loss journey. So sleep is massive and I think it is something that is very um, overlooked. Um, stress is the silent killer. It's a massive factor into people's lives and I don't think people understand how much it plays havoc on their body. Um, you know, when we're always in that fight or flight mode, we uh, feel like we need to run away from the lion, but uh, that's how we feel all the time. Where, you know, in uh, ancient times, that was only happened, you know, not very often, but we're living our lives that way. So, so these are massive factors that can make you hold on to weight. I've had the times myself where I've been away on um, away on holidays. I have eaten pretty much the same food, um, eaten the same food. I've exercised more that way, but we've been busy, um, you know, and we've been busy and we've um, had little sleep, uh, you know, and then had little sleep and then had a, um, a death in the family and that caused uh, more stress and with flying back and forth, there was, there was extra stresses there and um, you know, my weight increased, but I knew that my exercise and my food were good, but I knew that I was under a lot more stress and that my sleep had it been great because, um, you know, had been working through the night with children, being in different beds, uh, staying up later than what I usually do and did I beat myself up about it? No, I understood what was going on at that point and that's totally fine. I knew that I hadn't, I hadn't put on fat because I'd been eating well, I'd been still exercising the same way. I knew that it was just the sleep factor. Yeah, there was a lack of sleep that was definitely playing havoc on my body. And um, the more that you can understand that, you can be kinder to yourself and, and, and not, feel, not feel like giving up because what you're doing is actually working. Uh, it is actually working. 
So aldosterone is, is the main hormone that regulates uh, salt and potassium in your body. And so when you're really stressed out, it's going to create an imbalance of the salt and potassium in your body. So, so if you have more sodium in your body, then that's going to pull more water in and it's going to cling to the water, which is why you're going to see an increase on the scale. So, so that's what's happening when we're more stressed or we're getting less sleep. Uh, also, if you think about it, when you are less sleep, it's going to increase your hunger hormones. Uh, being up for longer or um, being up for more hours, you may, you know, I know that my mum, when she first started a job, she had to travel on a train in the city. So she was getting up at five. So she was actually eating an extra meal a day, but you know, where she normally would get up at seven. So, so think about if you're up earlier, you may start eating earlier or those things, which can obviously increase uh, your weight and again as we said you know um, it can end up leading to fat gain because you're eating more or you're eating out of those you're eating in a calorie surplus so again when you are tired um, we tend to make different choices with our food um, we can't be bothered to cook our meals as much you maybe forget to track your food uh, those types of things so being tired can be the can um, also lead uh, to making different choices with your food which uh, can eventually lead to fat gain so that's something to be aware of so what would I recommend is um, make sure that you have a good nighttime routine if you have I have an iPhone so on my iPhone I actually have a sleep thing it reminds me when I should start winding down and I worked out well I get up at four so I need to make sure I'm, I think it starts winding me down at quarter past eight if my kids are in bed at that time, I'm like, no. <laughs> so I need to start winding down by quarter past eight and I need to be asleep at nine. So to get, that gives me seven or so hours. So um, it could be better, but um, yeah, so have that sleep routine. Things like um, meditations and those things before bed, I always find I sleep so much better. I get a deeper sleep. Um, you know, if you are getting less sleep in, if you're getting up earlier to fit in a workout, sometimes I definitely, me personally, I'm very conscious of this. So I go, I've had a later night. I'm not going to, I can, uh, instead of doing a workout first thing in the morning, I'm going to sleep in a little bit longer and I'm going to um, do my workout in the afternoon. So so think, so prioritize your sleep. It's, it's really important and getting good sleep helps with stress and everything else. Uh, stress is, a, is, is, like I said, the silent killer. And I think the biggest thing that I always suggest to people is thinking about what's the things you can control and the things you can't. Uh, so the things that you can control are the things that you need to focus on, but there's things in our lives that are maybe out of our control, but we're stressing over it. And, you know, it's really only playing havoc on our body and it's not helping us. So think about those things. Journaling is great. Uh, exercise is a great way for de-stressing getting out in the open air, you know, um, talking to a friend, um, you know, getting it out and working through that is massive. Another factor that can cause you to uh, be heavier on the scales but you've not actually gained fat is inflammation. So uh, if you have any food sensitivities, uh, any allergies, uh, lots of people are gluten and dairy uh, intolerant or any of those things, they can cause extra inflammation and uh, cause your body. So become aware, start knowing your body, become aware of the things that maybe you do react to. And the more you start to tune into it, the more that you'll realize things. I personally am very aware of things and I am learning to pay more attention to the things that are affecting my body. Uh, I can, I bloat like crazy if I eat cashews, 
Um, and just recently on the weekend, I've found that, you know, sweet potatoes uh, were bloating me too. So it's just becoming aware of the things, you know, feeling, oh, I'm feeling this way, what have I eaten? And then you might notice a common link, you know, so all of these things can cause like just digestive stress on your body. So you want to try to limit them. To limit them. Um, don't cut everything out unless you've been advised by a doctor but just limit them because that's going to cause uh, less inflammation and stress onto your body. Uh, how do you know that they are doing that? You know, if you have irregular bowel movements or things like that, that can determine, you know, or you, you're straining to the toilet, all of those things that can determine uh, if you are maybe having some food sensitivities or, or if there's something else going on. Um, you know, you can do like an elimination diet or you can do FODMAP. My husband just, he just did a, FOD, a low FODMAP diet and then he's introducing one thing at a time and we're noticing different, like he'll, he'll eat one new thing at a time kind of um, from the low FODMAP and then he might be farting and we're like, okay, what is that that you had? And then, you know, so then he's knowing that that's really not working for his body. So we're all unique, so it's working out what works for you. Um, the other thing is with thinking about inflammation is that a workout is actually stress on your body. And your body doesn't recognize, oh, she's done a workout, so this is good stress. And no, this is bad stress. You know, they doesn't, it doesn't see the difference. Uh, it just sees that a heavy workout, you know, it is stress on your body and it's trying to, um, to heal. But healing is when, you know, our muscles have to tear and then they repair. So when they're repairing, that's when the healing is taking place and they're going to repair stronger and leaner and all that other stuff. So naturally, uh, it's going to be more inflamed when you're doing that and then you're going to retain more water. So, uh, so again, you'll see, you might see your water weight go up, but it's understanding that it's not fat gain, it's just your water weight going up because of this. If you are weighing yourself, I recommend weigh yourself. I recommend to weigh yourself at the same time, um, the same time every day. And I also recommend weigh yourself just once a month, um, you know, on the first day of your cycle, then you hormonally know you're in the same phase. So, so yeah, so that's uh, some things that can cause you inflammation, which can cause the scale to increase but it's not you've not put on fat it's just your water weight the next thing to think about is that can cause that number to change is your sodium and your fiber so sodium will pull in water and I know there's lots of things people say salt is bad for you but we actually need salt in our body and the only time you would be reducing it or cutting it out is if you have been advised by your GP if you are somebody that avoids sodium so you have very little salt in your diet and then you have a meal that is high in salt, so there's no right amount. It's just, again, what's unique to your body. You then have something that's high in salt. Um, you're going you're gonna to hold more water weight. So again, the more that you can be aware of that, you can understand, oh, okay, I ate uh, hot chips on the weekend that were covered in salt, and I normally wouldn't eat that. So that's probably why I'm holding, holding on to a bit more salt at the moment. That's why lots of people, if... Um, you know, we get scans and we scan, you know, you see the difference between scanning on a Monday uh, to scanning uh, when you're coming off the weekend to scanning in the middle of the week. So yeah, so being aware of them. So as a rough guide, yeah, there's just, so if you just become aware of how much sodium you're having and if there's more food that's higher in salt, that could be the reason that you are, you're holding onto a little bit more water. And again, just remember, the only way that you're gonna put on fat is if you're eating in a calorie surplus. So if you're tracking your food, you know exactly what you're taking in, you'll know that you're not in a salary, salary, calorie surplus, 
um, you know that you know that it's just probably the water weight. So to, to understand that this is what it is, and to not give up, and to not think it's not working because it is working. There's just these other factors at the moment, but stick to it because um, you are still losing fat um, with your fiber. So we uh, fiber is really important for, in our diet, and we want to aim for about 14 grams uh, for every thousand calories. Um, it's important for us as it does tend to bulk our stools out and with water that help with your water that helps you go to the toilet um, but sometimes you may be overdoing it on the fiber so if you're eating a lot of processed type foods uh, protein bars um, any type of low carb um, type product will be high in, fi in fiber those types of things and your fiber is going to pull the water uh, so if you're eating excessive lots of too much fiber it's going to pull the water which is going to increase that weight it's not increasing your fat it's just uh, pulling the water which is going to increase that number on the scales so if you are tracking your food again everything's unique to you but as a rough guide females we want to be about 15 to 25 grams per day and then about 25 to 30 35 grams of fiber per day you could also uh, you know like you want to notice if you notice that you're struggling with bowel movements uh, it could be because you're having too much fiber and, and then you're retaining water so so that's something to be aware of the last factor that um, can cause you to increase on the scale but it's not actually increasing your weight is your carbs um, and the first thing people want to do is when they want weight loss is they think I'll just cut my carbs out so and uh, when understanding so um, carbs are good we need carbs and um, I think there's lots of different diets that promote cutting carbohydrates out but we actually need them and the thing is that we cut them out and then when people start eating them again then they um, put weight on so so the thing is to understand how this works so and again knowledge knowledge is power so when you lose fat uh, you're going to lose it from eating in a calorie deficit so a calorie deficit is that when you are uh, expending more energy than what you're eating so that's through food and exercise so yes so we want to make sure that we're uh, um, eating less calories than what we're burning up so remember weight loss is different to fat loss so weight loss is comprised of a lot of water okay and then you're losing a lot of weight you first you you're losing a lot of weight first as you're flushing out um, all the weight from your glycogen stores okay so then when you eat your carbohydrates, they're gonna be stored in the body as glycogen, okay? Then the carbohydrates get broken down into glucose and then water gets attracted to that glucose like a magnet. Then when you're, um, when you're eating more carbohydrates than what you normally would be eating, uh, then that's gonna pull the water in because that's just what carbs do. So, so yeah, so being aware that if you, if you uh, try certain diets, and they may be like, I think your keto, you don't eat much, uh, little to no carbs and your low carb diets or any of those types of things, you're, you're, you're eliminating that thing which is going to take out the water weight, but you're then, when you start eating it again, it's gonna increase the, the water weight. So as a rough guide, like one liter of water equals one kilo, kilogram. And we need, what, what they say, half of our body is water but it's really important remember to sleep you need one liter of water for your body to sleep so yeah so they're going to cause so when anyone yeah when they they're burning through so when anybody's doing like a low 
carbohydrate style diet, you're literally burning through all the available glucose in your body. So you're burning through all of that stuff. And so the first few days you'll see a big, maybe you'll see a big weight loss. Um, and that's because that it's just burning through and the glucose is gone. You then you might see that there's weight gained and that's because you're eating more carbohydrates than you used to be, but you're not actually gaining fat, you're just holding on to more water. So the awareness, the awareness of working out what works for your body, what works for you. Um, I normally eat this, you know, I might normally eat say 200 grams of carbs a day. I'm now eating 300. Okay, I'm understanding that, you know, or I might only, I'm normally eating 120 grams of carbs and I'm now eating 200 grams of carbs. So I'm going to hold on to more water weight because there's a change. So yeah, carbs are definitely not a bad, a bad thing. Um, and it's just understanding the difference between fat gain and water weight. And uh, water is going to cling to them, which is going to increase the weight, but you're not increasing your fat. So the more awareness that you can have around these factors, you can be kinder to yourself and then you can know that this is the reason why that scale is increasing, that you're actually on the right path, you're doing the right thing and that you've not put on fat, you have, you have just increased your water weight. So if you think this podcast will help anyone, please make sure that you share it. As I say, knowledge is power. The more that you can understand about your body and how it works, you can be kind to yourself and you can find a balance that you can live with for life. Okay, I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Elliot's PT podcast. I hope you have been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be, enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. And ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. If you do so, please screenshot and share onto any of our socials and tag us. Then email the screenshot to hello at elliotspt.com and we will send you a free gift to your inbox. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.